with episode 32 happy easter to all of our juice heads out there we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the tens of thousands of views you give us weekly thank you guys so much big czar how's it going man how's isolation treating you uh it's good it's good um nothing's really changed since last week you know just doing a lot of sitting around and uh, playing a lot of GTA. Tom, living my life these days. There you go. But for me, thing. I mean, things have been okay. I I don't know. I've still been I've been working, so it's kind of made things more normal, I guess. Back in my life, like even though everybody's wearing masks and gloves, and I make sure to have gloves on, and I'm taking everything super seriously in terms of cleanse cleanliness. I don't know. I, I I really think it's a matter of time before they just snap their fingers and say, everybody's going to just have to open back up and you're just going to have to be smarter in terms of keeping your hands out of your mouth, wearing masks, gloves and stuff like that. I, I don't think that I just personally don't think that everybody can be shut down this long anymore past April 30th. But that's just my opinion. I don't know if I'm right. Probably wrong, but whatever. What's up with you, Tiggy Nation? Um, yeah, so it's been a week, been a busy week just with work in general. So, I, I mean, I'm living my life like 95% that I would if I wasn't quarantined. So, yeah. you know, um, but finally done with that. Happy Easter. Woohoo. Got my basket right here. Pumped. A lot of chocolate. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, 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 dude. Can you, can you go through the basket and show us what you got? You want a basket right now? Yeah. Um, I got. Yeah, what's in there? I always get a nice little Pez guy that I always put on the seat next to me. He's my accomplice. And then um, I actually got some Reese's eggs because I started liking peanut butter this year out of nowhere after I thought I hated it for the first 24 years. So I got some peanut butter eggs. That's crazy. I got to pop those in the freezer. I got a cross, no Jesus, shout out. Thank you for dying for our sins. And um, got a little car. Uh, gum in an oh gum and a Cadbury egg caramel oh, always, and then I got like the Survivor Beach, uh, <laughs> probably maybe intersexual uh visor that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like all the Survivor uh forty stuff on it. So, I like dude, it. so so you you are like you're like a diehard big time Survivor fan. Like that's oh, like your it. show, right? Oh, I love it. I'm I always like rewatch seasons and stuff. I'm big into it. Would you consider something like that a sport? Um, no, definitely not. I mean, it's definitely like a strategy. It's a game. It is a game at the end of the day, you know, and what separates that from like, you know, Big Brother or other stuff like that is there's just so much 
there is a lot of strategy in it, but there's also a lot of like emotion, and you got to play on people's emotions to get you further and further into the game. So it's very complex. Um, it's I just like it. It's a very good strategy game, and it's more social than like physical. You know, you you normally think of the challenges and like how hard it is, but I mean, usually the most social person there, if you can last to the end, you'll win. You know. Yeah, I feel that that that's kind. Of, that's actually. I would say that's a big time Big Brother strategy too, but the I I haven't watched Survivor in a while, but I know with Big Brother, you want to try to milk those first six, seven, eight weeks. You you want to be on everybody's good side. You don't want to be winning a lot of competitions in the beginning, but you want to make sure that you have those relationships so you don't get put on the block. And then after the cast gets cut from sixteen to like, I don't know, ten, nine or eight people. That's when shit really pops off, so I feel that. But, dude, Zara, I want to hear this dream, bro. Tell me yeah. about your dreams. Uh, I can't. <laughs> oh, 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 wait. Yeah, you're right. We did talk about this already. <laughs> I already told you about it. Can't, can't Mo- talk about it. Yeah, moving, moving right along. But, uh, yeah, dude, I don't know. I've been all right. Um, I was a little pissy yesterday, I think. It, I was just getting annoyed. I don't... I don't see anybody except like, you know, Jake and my mom and dad. So it was kind of getting to me yesterday, but you know, I got outside, you know, I got some yard work done, you know, stacked some, uh, firewood that I got. Um, but it's been all right, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I, I want to bring something up too, before things get rolling. Um, JT said a preposterous statement a couple days ago. And I wanted to just make sure that you guys heard this so I can hear your opinions. And I quote, Wendy's chicken sandwiches are just as good as Chick-fil-A's. And I'd rather go to Arby's and have an Arby's melt than a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I would um, rather get a, a melt from Arby's than a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I'm not saying Chick-fil-A is bad. I'm just saying, personally me, I'd rather have an Arby's roast beef sandwich. I could see where you're coming from with the Arby statement. Like, if you're just a fan of roast beef, like, you just like it better than chicken. Yeah. Well, then, I love, okay. I don't know. I just, I love Arby's roast beef sandwiches. They're so fucking good. So, like, that one's not too preposterous, but saying that a Wendy's chicken sandwich is just Thank as you. good. Thank you. Now, I think Wendy's chicken sandwiches are better than Popeye's. I do not like Popeye's chicken sandwiches. I don't think I've had Popeye's. I've I've tried them twice in the last couple months. I it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. Now, is it is it is it different chicken that they use or is it just the normal chicken and they just put it on a sandwich? Because I was talking to somebody about it and they made it seem like you could just go buy Popeye's chicken and then make your own sandwich out of it. So is it different chicken that they use? Well, you know, I can't really speak on that. I've I've never really had Popeyes because there's yeah. not one around. But yeah. my parents, they go visit my sister. There's a Popeyes near there, so they've brought back just the sandwiches a couple times. And I don't know what the normal like. I don't know what like a chicken basket or whatever has in it. But I don't know. I'd like I could see I guess why people like the Popeye's chicken sandwiches, but they're just, they're not for me. It's a personal thing, I think. So just a personal preference. Yeah. You got to leave it up to your taste buds. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. But guys, uh, 
this year's Easter is probably going to be a little bit different for everybody. You guys got any any plans or anything going on today? I uh, just know I'm going to go to my dad's probably eventually for I don't know half hour an hour and probably just hang out. Yeah, usually, usually just watch a show with them or something like that. Probably not going to go to any like grandparents or anything like yeah. that. Um, I think one of my grandparent, my grandpa and my mom's side might come here if we have like dinner or something. Um, allegedly we're doing a family pain gang soccer thing right now. I don't know. We're having like a soccer tournament or something in the afternoon. I don't know. I, I don't see that going very well, but <laughs> I, <laughs> think all, I think we're all, I think we're all going to trudge up to Wheeling park and play world cup or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Dude. I love world cup. <laughs> what was your uh, country? Shit. I can't remember. Latvia. Latvia. I was always on Italy, but I would say Italia thinking I was cool. That was a fun game and, and a quick interlude. I had to take Alex to the hospital. Oh, folk. Down in uh, Huttonsville because he was heading the ball too much. He was hitting the – so no he's like way. gave himself like a concussion. I had to take him to the hospital. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Where's the closest hospital down there? Uh, back in Elkins. Elkins. Right? Is that Elkins down there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. There, that's like a, that's a Mon General, I think. Yeah. Okay. Think so yeah. It's only about 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it's still like, if you need a hospital for something serious, 15, 20 minutes is a, is a long time, but not, yeah. you know, it wasn't too serious. And I was kind of giving him shit. I was like, you're making me drive us all the way to the goddamn hospital. It's, it's, Two in the morning right now. I was pissed. <laughs> Dude, and for those that are very unfamiliar, those are like one lane roads, both sides, pitch black, no lights. Yeah. Just driving through small ass towns. I, I mean, I, I've driven through there during the day, but when we went up the snowshoe and we had to go that way. Mm -hmm. Yep, I just same remember, road, same road. Yeah, I remember telling Brady, I'm like, dude, this is awful at nighttime because I there was one point to where. He didn't even see him. I saw him up far ahead, but there were like five deer just walking in the middle of the road. And if you're not paying attention to that, you're just going to run some fucking venison over, baby. Yeah, but, there's there's no lights, but it's, it is a beautiful road during the day. It really is. Really, really cool views and stuff like that. Actually, I really just love that area in general out there in the cut. Well, I, but, I, was, telling, I was telling my mom, I don't ever remember even when I was growing up people saying that they were going to snowshoe for the weekend. Like I remember seven Springs, mm -hmm. but I don't ever remember anybody saying snowshoe and it's beautiful up there. That, that whole little like town thing with the bars and the shops and all that. I mean, you, you wouldn't realize that you were like in the sticks of West Virginia. Once you get on top of the mountain, it's crazy. Yeah. I've actually, I've never been to snowshoe. I've, I've wanted to go. I say that about all the, you know, mountain resorts mm -hmm. around here yeah it's i say that all the time yeah. i would love to go do something like that but i never do no me either i've been it's to like, seven springs one time and it was for a new it was for new year's eve so like i wasn't even on the mountain or anything i just was in the big cabin bar yeah, yeah. i didn't realize who was telling me i can't remember somebody in the winter went up to i think it was seven springs for the weekend I didn't realize they have like a couple bars there, right? I mean, that's yeah. that that'd be really that'd be a really fun thing to do, like, you know, the get foggy a foggy goggle. Yeah, like get a cabin and then go in the winter, you know, go to these little, 
you know, fucking lodge bars or whatever they are. That would just be fun, something to do. Maybe one day. Maybe I'll just keep talking about it and never do it. One day we'll do it. Yeah. Are, you guys, are you guys big winter sports fans in terms of, like, snowboarding and that? Well, I used to be really into snowboarding. Like, I would go all the time. Not so much anymore. Like, I haven't gone in a, a few years. I think snowboarding is sick. Like, it's cool to watch whenever it's on. But, you know, I wish I would pick it back up. It's such a fun thing to do. I don't know if you guys have ever snowboarded or skied before. It's so it's so much fun and relaxing. Yeah, I um, I used to be real. I'm still into snowboarding, but it's been a while since I've actually done it. But I still I stay current with, with everything, like the products and stuff. A few years ago, I was the like snowboard tech at uh, Alpine here oh, at Wheeling. Yeah, I always so, forget that. So I know a lot about it, but it's it has been a while since I've been on a board. I tell you. Yeah, same. It's been like uh, gotta be like six, seven years. I went to Seven Springs. One, I went to Seven Springs, like on break from college with the Central crew. The Wheeling oh, Central okay. Club or something like that, and me and Eric Gompers went as part of the club with, like, Aaron Kale because his mom was in charge of it. We ended up going, and it was really cool. It's just, like, it's fun. To, like, I don't enjoy the jumps or anything. I just want to, like, go down and yeah. enjoy the scenery and stuff like yeah. that, but it just gets so exhausting, and it doesn't yeah, it does. look like it, it is, is exhausting. Tiring. It's crazy. See, I think that's what's really cool about out west. You get these mountains where people tell me, you know, you can it, – it'll take – 45 minutes to get to the bottom so you're mm -hmm. coasting along just for like that amount of time i don't I, like i said i've not been on seven springs mountain but it probably it's no. just it's probably quick to the bottom yeah you know it's I mean? not i mean you could take your time uh, i think it could be like a minute or two a tig did you go uh because i was a junior did you go when we went to seven springs like remember we had like that snowboarding club at central yeah, yeah that's go? what I was talking about. That's what I meant. No, nah, yeah. but he said he went in college. Did you go when we were in high school? No, I never went there. I only went that one time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just remember it was, I think, junior year of high school. We, you know, we went to Seven Springs. It was fun. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not athletic enough to participate in any of those fun sports, but I will say I'm a big, t I'm a big fan of watching them. Like, I like when in the Winter Olympics or, like, any of that X game shit that they do with the snowboarders and the skiers. And uh, like the downhill competitive skiing, there's a movie that's on Netflix. It's called Molly's Game that me and JT just watched. And it's a true story about Molly Bloom, who was a like a big time skier that ended up running the biggest underground like poker game ever and was making all this money with all of the celebrities and, and uh, rappers and sports people and everything like that. It's on Netflix. Um, I mean, it, it. it's amazing. I'm obsessed now with Molly Bloom. And Molly, if you're listening, sup? Is that the movie that you guys wanted to talk about? Actually, no. But <laughs> let me touch on Molly's game real quick. Number one, Jessica Chastain. Absolute fox. You guys need to watch it. She, I, I mean, she's a very pretty girl. But something about Molly's game, dude, she is just wow. But anyway, in case you guys watch it and didn't, won't figure this out, Michael Sarah, he's in it. He's like one of the main gamblers. I'm not giving anything away. He's one of the main uh, gamblers of her, you know, underground casino thing. But he, his character is based off of real life Tobey Maguire. Which oh, is, really? Yeah, it's really cool. There's a lot of big people, I guess, who were portrayed in that movie, which is really cool. Eminem's one of them, and 
um, it, it's it's so obvious because he comes in with his hood up. Quick story: My old manager at Enterprise, her family goes out to Vegas all the time, and they're big time gamblers. And her aunt is a very very good gambler, so she always plays like poker and stuff for hours. She said she was at a table by herself. And an entourage walked up and some dude sat next to her with her hood up and a hat on. And it was just those two that played for, I think she said like uh, one or two hours. She never looked over, but when she left, she like looked over to see who it was. And it was Eminem playing with her. Like that's, that's a, that would be a crazy experience if you knew how to do all that shit and you were just playing poker against Eminem. And if you were good at it, you could potentially take a lot of his fucking money, which would be crazy. That'd be sick. I wish I was good at poker. I'm awful at it. Yeah. It's just, I'm a blackjack kind of guy. I'm not good at any cards, actually. Yeah. Now that I think of it. Yeah. Just any time I've gone to the casino, I just watched my friends play. Like, I'd be the yeah. hype man in the back. Like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, nice, nice hand or whatever. <laughs> like, J- JT's <laughs> that chick with the big titties out behind the guy just seducing yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, literally, that's me. But, um, so the movie I wanted to talk about, okay. A movie has never made me cry genuine tears. Like, I've never cried. I'm not afraid to cry, but movies just don't make me cry. This fucking movie made me cry yesterday. And it's Pixar's new animated movie, Onward, with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt as the voices. You guys need to watch that. I don't want... Who the dad is. Oh, <laughs> and the dad, he's only in it, his voice is only in it for a quick minute in the beginning. <laughs> but the dad's voice is uh, the slap shot regatta guy. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. But you guys need to watch this movie. It's so fucking good. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, actually, it's weird you said that. I was, we were thinking about watching that Friday night. I should have. Dude, it. it like those Pixar movies, I, I'm a sucker for a lot of the Pixar movies. So normally they suck me in, but like this one had like my emotions. I mean, I, I could feel my emotions running through my body, like the anxiety of the story and what they were trying to get accomplished. And at the end, it, it was, it was one of those movies that actually like made me feel something. And I just remember looking at JT after because we had it finished by like nine fifteen or nine twenty, And I was just like, what a way to start the day. What a way of whirlwinds just to wake up and just smack you around. And then, then you just go on, on with your day onward. Yeah. I don't think there's a bad Pixar movie. They're all. No, but like, I'll find one. It just literally blew my mind. Like I literally cried at this kid's movie. You didn't, you didn't shed any tears during up. No, see, like I, it's weird. Like movies, never make me cry like i can get really sad about them but for some reason i just never cry in a movie i don't know but you know this one just hit me hit me hard um so you need to fucking that's your homework this week i'll watch it it. i'll watch it i don't know if i'm up for a good cry but i'll watch it (laughs) you know there's only been a few movies ever make me cry name some of them okay Big Daddy is fucking sad. It it really is. It is sad. But no, I didn't cry. Um, up made me get a little bit uh, wet in the eyes, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, so so did Toy Story three, man. 
Toy Story 3, I always forget oh, about that, but yeah, that end scene, I'm with you. That that does hit hard. And here's a movie that actually made me cry. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but you ever seen the movie Radio? Oh, yeah. I never watched that one. No. Cuba Gooding? With Cuba, yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Dude, that movie, there is some heartbreaking fucking scenes in that movie that, like, I couldn't handle. I mean, it's... that movie. It's a, yeah. And it, dude, that movie... I don't think it won any any awards. I think Cuba like, won something. Did he? I think Cuba won something. I'm looking it up. For some reason, I was thinking last time I looked that movie up, it didn't win a goddamn thing, and I was shocked because, I mean, th- that's a hard, that's a very hard character and role to, to play in a that's movie. It's a true story, right? It's a true story, yeah. And at the end, at the end of the movie, they oh, show man. the the real guy and the team, the football team. Um, yeah. but Might yeah, that movie, that, one. that movie is a, is a tearjerker for sure. Yeah. So I, actually I, no, he didn't win. He won like an NAACP image award for his acting and radio. He, at, he won, he did win an Academy award, but that was for Jerry Maguire for supporting actor. Oh uh, yeah. Shout out Tom Cruise. <laughs> Show me the money. Another thing that's, they, maybe they've been on here the whole time, but there's a ton of nature documentaries on Disney Plus. Okay, and I got really into the penguin one the other day. It blows my mind, like, the shit penguins fucking go through, dude. Like, honestly, the travel, and it's so fucked up. Like, so, you know, they're, you know, their kids just are growing up. They're about to, you know, move on with their life. And then they all just get fucking snatched up by leopard seals. I'm like, dude, tough world out there, man. Just... We have it too easy out here. We do have it too easy, and it, it, is, it is wild when you watch. I mean, even there was a bear documentary, um, an elephant documentary. What these animals have to go through when they have when they're young or they're a parent guarding their young is crazy in terms of the circle of life. Like, just imagine walking down the street with your family, and all of a sudden, a group of wild, crazy ass animals are going to try to kill you. I mean, I couldn't imagine walking down the trail and getting surrounded by 10 um, lions or something like that and then just being like, okay, we got to fight our way out of this one. Like, it's crazy to me. Uh, the The animal kingdom is, is pretty ruthless. Uh, yeah, it, the only thing that separates us from that is, is just the, the, the intelligence that we developed over, you know, however many fucking millenniums or whatever i don't know long time long time we're, long we're, time. we're the apex predator baby you ever see you guys have seen true detective yeah fuck i love that show so good there's a scene in the first episode that always just makes me think that's it's matthew mcconaughey's character just like bull, like going on and on about his beliefs in the car <laughs> and then woody harrelson's like you know what's he say he's like <laughs> Why don't we make this car a no talking zone? It's like sometimes I wish you'd just shut the fuck up, Russ. <laughs> but but he his character says something, he's like, somewhere along the lines, he's like, humanity got too self aware. We got too smart. And like that line always sticks with me because it's true. Like, why are we the species that became hyper intelligent over time? 
and like developed in that way. It's pretty, you know. It's uh, crazy. I, I'll tell you why, and I mentioned it before. Fucking aliens came down, and fucking had kids <laughs> with chimpanzees, and then huh? here we are. No, but I I love talking about this stuff because it. It, it's it amazes me how long we've actually or I'm sorry how little us humans have really been on this the earth in terms of like um, like uh, people coming to America and the United States it it really takes if you take three one hundred year old people that's how long we've been on the earth no, no. wait what no not the earth. I'm sorry. <laughs> In the United States. Yeah, the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. I was confused. according to Jake, we're human race is three hundred years old. Yeah, that's not what I meant. But but it, but it, it's wild. Like if you just think back to three people, we really haven't been here that long. Well, and, yeah. I mean, time goes faster than we think it does. I, I think it's crazy. I watch that Boardwalk Empire show a lot. And the setting, the first episode of that show is Prohibition, when Prohibition starts. So what, that's 1920? That's already 100 years ago. It's, it's, it's wild. Oh, I mean, that's like, when Peaky Blinders yeah, is Peaky going Blinders on, too. too. Yeah, same, same time period. Yeah, it's and wild. It, it's crazy. And it just makes me think, like, these people were no different than us. They just literally had to deal with the resources that they have right. or had versus what we have. And it's, it's crazy. Like when is enough enough though? Like, like you just said with your line and your self-awareness, when do we get to a point where we don't really need to know everything that's in the ocean? We don't really need to know everything that's in space. Let's just live our lives. Like it yeah. is wild. Like when do we hit the point where we plateau with stuff like that? I honestly think we're past that point. Really? I you mean, know what? sometimes you got to wonder, like, is all this technology necessary? Like, is, you know, is, it scares me. It's... I was thinking about this um, yesterday or, you know, all week I've been thinking about it. This whole like quarantine, everyone's like, oh, you know, this is going to bring everyone together afterwards. And like everyone's going to go back to how things used to be. I was thinking, what if it's the complete opposite? What if this is getting us? so sucked into like our computers and our phones even more to when they say, okay, you guys can go out. Everyone realizes, well, we don't need to like, you know, we can talk over the computer. We can do everything over the phone. It's scary. Cause it's like right now, especially that's all we're doing on our phones, on our computers, playing Xbox. Like that's all anyone's doing right now. And it's like, what if this goes on for a while and then they're like, okay, everything's back to normal and then we forget how to go back to how it was and everyone's just locked into their technology stuff that's a scary thought i know i was thinking about that i was like ew like and then i was saying these big corporations that haven't closed down and have people working from home are going to realize they don't need all these workers actually like they can still run with people sitting at home like we don't need half the workers and then that's a whole other thing that could be a problem. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I think that's could be an issue. The work stuff. Yeah, um, yeah this whole in, like ordeal might change. Working, you know, just in general, you're, you're right. They might cut back on people that people might see that it's 
beneficial, you know, just to, to have work from home, like just permanently, but you know, not that that would be bad for some people, you know, if you could work from home, but still have a normal life outside of work. Absolutely. But the quarantine stuff, it's starting to eat away at people and people are just running out of things to do. And, and I'm running out of things to do. It's, I don't know. I was thinking, you know what we should do? If this goes on, like, who knows, like, all summer or whatever, and we're still technically supposed to be, like, social distancing, we should all get, like, kayaks or something and go kayaking or something in the summer. Because I need – I was telling my parents yesterday, like, I've been all right these first couple weeks, but if this keeps going on, like, I need something to do. Like, I can't just keep sitting here. Like, you know, like, I think going kayaking would be cool, though. Get a nice kayak and just – you know, go wherever where people kayak. I don't know, but that'd be a fun thing to do. I think. Yeah, that that should keep people six feet away from each other too. Being in the kayaks, yeah. we'll start it out at the out the creek, mm-hmm. come all the way down to uh, Kroger by your house. Yeah, that'd be fun too. And and then all we were talking, we were sitting at my parents yesterday around their little fire pit, and you know this could change the way that uh concert venues restaurants and everything have to set up um because they could limit capacities now like maybe a place that was allowed a hundred people you might have to spread the tables out or the chairs out and now it can only you can only let 50 people or so in so i mean potentially this could change the way we live uh forever i i think positively with me, I don't think that this is going to be the thing that changes the way that life goes um, forward. But I do think we'll be alive when a virus or something hits where life permanently will change. I just don't think it's right now, personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see a lot of people saying that this is something we're going to have to deal with forever now. Um hopefully they come up with a vaccine for this and you know we can all get vaccinated and and move on just like anything else that happened you know back hundreds of years ago with big pandemics or epidemics whatever yeah yeah back to i have to backtrack real quick because i had a thought and i forgot to say it about penguins (laughs) okay (laughs) sorry Dude, isn't it crazy that they're birds, but they fucking swim? Like, they don't fly, they swim. Dude, imagine if there was a fish that just flew. Yeah, it's true. Like, you know what I mean? Isn't there a, isn't there a fish yeah, that... Yeah, I don't... You know, it <laughs> like, you know, floats in the wind. I literally mean, like, what if a fish's means of travel was just flying through the air? But they lived in water. Dude, it fucking blows my mind. Penguins are, are birds, but they swim. Fucking, it's crazy. Sorry. But it was Penguins it was are so cool, dude. They're one of the coolest animals. Yeah, and when they have their babies, um, they have to... It's like a 100-mile round trip or 50-mile round trip to get food for their young. So the, the babies just kick it there, and the parents the whole time are going back and forth bringing food feeding themselves and bringing food back that's what they do for like what was it like a month or two mm-hmm. and 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 then afterwards all of a sudden you're just like oh what was that 
you're gonna <laughs> I don't know. Me off. I totally oh, took a snapshot. <laughs> snapshot regatta. All of a sudden <laughs> you just have to cross like this ice path and then there's a chance that just a leopard seal's gonna yawp you before you get out in the ocean. It's crazy. Don't they have to worry about um orcas too? Yep. Kill- killer whales. Fucking Steve, man. You need to watch his penguin. His name's Steve. But we'll move on from the penguins because I could go on for an hour about them. I feel like also with the penguins, too. Like, hey, let's keep it going. I feel they might, you know, not saying it's acceptable or anything like that, but they might not feel the same emotional attachment to their children and kin, one, because of that, and two, just because, like, they can't really communicate as well as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But did you guys know penguins fucking you, Jake may have said this. I I zoned out for a second. Penguins fucking stick with one mate their whole life. Yeah. That's fucking awesome, dude. Isn't that sick? Fucking awesome. I I really like that fact about that's penguins. That's so cool, man. Like and my boy Steve, he was trying so hard to find a a girlfriend and they were all ignoring him, but then he found one and I was touched. For the for, for for the listeners, who is Steve? Steve is the penguin on the Penguins documentary on Disney Plus. So they follow Steve around his whole life. It's awesome. It's fucking dude. sweet. All right. Did you hear that, listeners? You're welcome. I answered the yeah. question. Everyone was asking. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Listen to uh, watch Penguins on Disney Plus. And then too, Meghan Markle just came out with the Elephants documentary on Disney Plus. And what fascinates me about elephants is. They have one matriarch the whole time that runs their whole group or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, you have your birth mother and and everything like that. But you ultimately everybody looks up to one wise woman elephant and they communicate by vibrations in the ground from their feet and of where they need to go because they have to. I think it's, what is it, like a, a six-month journey or so? It's a far journey, and there's cameras that follow them just like the penguins, and they must have had a, a GoPro drone or something, and they fly this camera all the way up, and it shows across this desert all of these ancient elephant trails with watering holes, and it looks like this big maze. It It's incredible. Somebody poison the water hole. <laughs> These are all on Disney Plus, you're saying, right? Dude, you need to watch Everybody them. Everybody needs to watch them. Another thing I noticed on Xbox, I was like surfing all the games you can buy. There's so many games on there. They have oh. like Zoo Tycoon and shit on there, dude. I love Zoo Tycoon. I might buy it. I was so into that game. You buy, should get uh... Uh, Game Pass if you. <laughs> That's a funny story. Speaking of. You know the one night I said I, I was drunk driving playing NASCAR? Yeah. I bought I accidentally bought the game pass on J I was like, dude, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but somehow I bought the game pass on Jake's Xbox. What's legit now? I mean, you have like over a hundred something games you could play now. Yeah. I like mean they, there's so many games on there. It was like I could get sucked in. Speaking of gaming though, Tiggy Nation. Let me borrow his Switch. Ooh. I haven't played it yet, but I'm probably going to buy Mario Kart for it because I'm a big uh, Mario dude, Kart guy. Please buy it. I'll play online with you. Can you, like, 
have a headset and shit like Xbox on Nintendo? No. I mean, you can, yeah, but this, the shitty thing about Nintendo's online services, it's still a bit primitive. Is that the word? Yeah. They're just, like, behind the times with their interface and stuff. Like, there was talks, and I was so excited about this, and, and they did they did go through with the talks a little bit, but there was talks about a year ago that Xbox Live and Nintendo were going to collaborate, and, like, essentially Whoa. Nintendo was going to use Xbox Live's, like, online platform. And I was so excited for that because, you know, I, I have a Switch and I have an Xbox, and if I was going to be able to do things seamlessly between the two, I mean, that's just real exciting. There is a few games that you can get on the Switch, and I I don't know what the titles are. I'm sure Tig could find it in a quick Google search, but <laughs> there is like one or two, maybe three games that run Xbox Live on the Switch. Okay, I'm checking huh. it right out. So it's it's pretty crazy, but if that ever happens, it'll be great. But yeah, we could still play together. It's just a little bit finicky, like yeah. getting it set up sometimes. But yeah, we could play together. And do you, can you have a gamer tag? Like, do you have a gamer tag? It's not. You make like a, a Nintendo online profile. I think it's called. So yeah, it's kind of like a gamer tag. Because I've been thinking of gamer tags. I think I'm gonna go with hot honey garlic. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Dude, so at at what point, because right now we're supposedly in the peak when everything's supposed to be very, very serious. I don't know if you guys saw Jim Justice just put us in a 11. I I think it's 11 other or or we're included. She's in here. Or including the 11. Um, We're on like an executive like stay at home order now where we're not supposed to be around five or more people. Yada, yada, yada. At what point do you think there's a chance that the internet may crash with so many people staying home at the same time and everybody either gaming or using the internet at once? Do you think it's a possibility? No way. No, yeah, I'm, I'm with Tig. I don't I think, think the changed. internet itself will crash. I think there's a lot of potential for individual servers to crash. I gotcha. But uh, even, even so, I mean, I feel like Everyone who, I mean, I feel like there's so many majority right now that's already on it and stressing those levels daily already, where I think if it would have, like, crashed or had problems, it would have been in the early stages, um, you know, of this quarantine and stuff like that and the stay-at-home orders and everything. But like we uh, like we mentioned, what was, like, Hulu, Netflix, and Pornhub were already, like, stressing their servers and trying to, like, build them up bigger and bigger because they knew of the influx of traffic coming. Yeah, my my Netflix is running extremely slow, Ex- and that's the only really? one that's actually struggling. Like Hulu's balling, YouTube's fine, Disney Plus is fine, but for some reason, our Netflix here it is on a struggle bus. Netflix what are sucks. You, what are you uh, what are you running Netflix on? Are you on the Xbox Apple, t- Apple, Apple TV. TV? Yeah. See, it's weird. On my Fire Stick, everything's running smooth, all of them. But on my Xbox, all my streaming apps are running a little slow. Like Hulu, Netflix, HBO Go, they're all kind of slow. Damn. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I, I really don't know. It's, it is, it is, it's just, it's so crazy the fact that for the next couple weeks or so, we really are supposed to be on like lockdown, lockdown as, as best as we can. So that, that's why I was just wondering because, I've noticed the past couple of days 
you know, Netflix. I haven't tried it in my room um, or even on my phone, but yeah, on the Apple TV, it's stinking. Um, so speaking of movies, one thing I wanted to mention since we're all Fast and the Furious fans here, if you have HBO Go, the extended version of Fast Five is on there, and I've never seen the extended version. So you haven't watched it yet? No, I haven't. Fuck, I don't even what what's in it. Like, just do just we know extra scenes? I think. Fuck, dude. So, and that's <laughs> we might and have that's, to get that's arguably the best Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, me and yeah, me and Jake need to get uh, HBO back because. I need to watch Westworld season three too. That's one show I've never gotten into. Oh okay. my god, I've tried and it stinks. I'm with you. I, I was I could not get into Westworld. But did I, you guys see that thing about Westworld and Game of Thrones? Did you guys oh, see that? Wait, Chance was telling me Chance about that, dude. It, there's a there's the clip of them walking through the things. Yeah, and it's. It's the two guys that created... And isn't Drogon in it, too? Yeah, and they're with the dragon. And it looks like they're about to, like, chop him up. Like, Dude, they got, like, butcher stuff on. That's a sweet, like, little, uh, whatever you call it there, mashup or whatever. A little Easter egg, but people were fucking pissed on the internet. Really? <laughs> like, like game, you know, Game of Thrones purists. Yeah. And people that are still bitter about how the last season ended were just going off about it. But it, it was crazy to me that they... They did that because people were people made ever since Westworld came out, everyone would make like little theories like, oh, you, you know, what if this whole time Game of Thrones is just another no. one of the lands or whatever or Get parks the fuck out of here. And yeah. like they actually put that Easter egg in in there, which is wild. Dang, I didn't even think it that far into it. That's that is that's wild. But so. yeah, uh, that's crazy. But you know what I was thinking? So. My dad and my mom made, like, a little new garden thing in their backyard yesterday. Mm -hmm. I want to get just one one pot and just see if I can grow fucking tomatoes just in my little pot. You should try it, dude. I bet you'd be able to. You know what I mean? Just, you know, need something else to do. It'd be cool to just grow some tomatoes out back in my little pot. Yeah, yeah, and two, I mean— especially times now it's it's not bad to have your own small little garden i mean it 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 would help you not have to leave to get vegetables or whatever the fuck you're you're making and you you could live off shit like that living off the land baby that's what they call living off the land yeah and uh to go back on the uh xbox and uh switch thing tig just sent me an article says Microsoft is publishing games other than Minecraft on the Switch. So it's Minecraft that runs the Xbox Live thing on the Switch. Games like Hellblade and Cuphead are no longer an Xbox exclusive. So there you go. There you have it. There, There's your fun, fun fact for the day. So um, I watched a movie last night. Okay, okay. Called Good Boys. Have you guys seen that yet? Love that movie. I went and saw it on, I think it was the premiere night or that Saturday. Um, I, I love it. I think it's a fascinating movie. It's hysterical. The, the movie, the, the spin. But yeah, you can explain it, but the spin that they put on it is great. 
Well, here's my issue. I missed like the last half hour of it because I just did. I just mm-hmm. missed it. And um, so I don't think I saw the spin. Well, it well what 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 I mean by spin, I don't mean per se the ending. It's amazing how they take six graders and they plug them into a, like a super bad world yeah. and have them talk like like <laughs> sixth graders would talk, except they just don't realize what they're doing. Dude, it's very like the movie had me thinking back to like when I was in sixth grade. Minus minus the drug talk. It's very accurate. It's so accurate. It, it's mean, extremely accurate. I didn't know anything about drugs in sixth grade, but all the like sex talk and stuff is extremely accurate. And I, if I was, I was cracking up and just like little, little things, dude, like I was, obviously I was drunk watching the movie, but I was cracking up so hard when it's right at the beginning of the movie. I think they're chilling at the skate park and that one kid just like skate park is lit. Like just lit today. <laughs> yeah, dying. It, it it is it's so funny. Just like the premise of the whole thing is that these sixth graders are trying to learn how to kiss for this for this dance or party, and, and like the whole time they're like, "Oh, am I gonna get invited to the cool kids party?" and and it's literally just like people go over to a house and chill in a basement like you used to when you were younger. It, I don't know. It's great. Yeah, really good movie. And it's yeah. on. Uh, it's on HBO. I haven't seen that one yet either. But that just made me think. You guys, uh, you were saying sixth grade. I was a fucking late ass bloomer, and I just remember people started talking about BJ's, and I would think I, I had no idea what we were talking about. I remember in the hallway at St. Mike's, I grabbed Jake because he was in eighth grade. He probably doesn't remember this. And I said, I said, Jake, what's a BJ? And he like did the the motion with his mouth, like you know, <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about with the tongue. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's so funny, man. I don't know why. You guys talking about that movie just made brought back that memory. That's so funny. I can I remember know. in sixth grade the the big deal was when was people were making out with each other. That was such a big deal yeah. in sixth grade. Oh, yeah. oh, so-and-so made out with someone? Oh, shit, they might as well have lost their virginity. It's like, like that's how, how big of a deal it was. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Nobody was giving anyone BJs in sixth grade. We were just taught – I just heard, like – Yeah, yeah, heard, yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, hmm, what, I wonder what that means. Dude, I remember girls were getting finger-blasted in sixth and seventh and eighth grade, though. Yeah, definitely some finger-banging going on. And and I and I, I do remember like like you just said you'd be like oh so and so went with so and so to the movies wonder wonder what happened oh they made out like that was the big thing you'd go to the movies like Friday and Saturday night and that was your excitement was going to the mall which is crazy the mall will now probably be almost non-existent yeah I mean. I loved going to the mall in like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, meeting up with like a big group of people. It was interesting for, I know you guys went to St. Mike's, but so like we didn't really, I mean, some St. Mike's kids would meet up with, obviously everyone would be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it was kind of cool with OLP and St. Vincent's because we had the joint football teams. So like we were just friends and it would be just better. 
it was yeah we were just you know okay. it would just be a big okay. joint group between the two schools which i always found to be a lot of fun back then i loved going to the movies yeah and i and it's still i know we've brought it up a couple times or maybe we haven't it might have just been in conversation but that arcade that's in the mall now is just ridiculous and it's it's sad to think that like if things do change for the worst people will have no idea what an actual arcade is like younger people growing up or even a movie theater for that matter like all these i saw birds of there, there's a lot of movies that they're dropping yeah gamer baby there, there, there's a lot of movies that they're dropping that just weren't in theaters so yeah uh yeah the current arcade over there is lit but Dude. the original one was pretty sweet too yeah. what was it called aladdin's castle yeah i can't yeah yeah, I loved going like to the Aladdin's arcade, Palace. Man. Was it Aladdin's Palace? Yeah, yeah Aladdin's oh, yeah, Palace. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a good arcade too. But yeah, the the new one's bit. You know, it's big. It's spaced out. They got uh, mini golf in there. I, that's the thing that blows my mind about that. That's what I was gonna say is the fucking putt putt golf in there. That's so sick. It is sick, and they have duck bowling too. If you guys haven't haven't done that, try it. It's a lot of fun. Just well, bowling I, with like mini pins and a mini ball, so you can like okay. palm it, and mm-hmm. you can just whip that fucker down the lane. <laughs> like a coconut on an island. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Um, well, if we ever get out, we can. Yeah, for out. real. Sheesh. Yo, speaking of gaming, did you see yesterday on Saturday they did on NBC SN they had a uh, the iRacing IndyCar, and no, did they? Yeah, and the the. I, I, do we talk about last week how we said the one driver got uh, dropped from a sponsor because yeah. he rage quit and stuff like that? Bubba Wallace. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know if we talked about it, but I did hear that news. I don't think we talked about it on here. We might not have talked about it, but yeah. So he was driving. He's driving like stock NASCAR racing, and they're all playing online. All the racers, and I guess Hamlin. This was earlier this last week. Like Hamlin is kind of in his way. He bumps Ham- Hamlin from behind. Hamlin goes out and he just, and Wallace is trying to pass him on the outside and Hamlin just comes and crushes him. Like, I don't know if he lost control of the car or what he kind of came in and then just kind of like fell swooped, went to the outside. I think he was going to crash anyway. So I don't think necessarily he was crashing, but Wallace got spun out and crushed into the wall. He turns off. It was like lap nine. He raged quick, completely left the game. He's like, I'm done, I'm done. Apparently you get two resets where you just start back in the pit car so you can keep going. He qu- he quits out of the match. His his uh, his sponsor completely drops him after the fact because, you know, they're paying for that logo to be around for, what, 140 more laps that they didn't get that exposure for, so they were pissed. But this past Saturday, they're doing indie cars, and first lap, like twenty car pileup. Yeah. <laughs> so that was hysterical. But I guess Dale Earnhardt Jr. was racing, and he got like third or fourth, which is just cool. That's in, cool. in the Indy one. He was racing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, local boy Travis Braden was racing in one of them too. He he was racing yesterday, and I know I'm pretty sure he was racing against like the big dogs, like Kyle Busch and and all those guys. So. It's amazing what they're doing. I don't know if you guys have checked in. Um, their Barstool has a rubbing his racing podcast. So I've been looking at like Clinton Boyer and all those guys while they do it. The mods and the setups and like that they get put in their house. It literally looks like they're inside of a car. I mean, they have the can't they have the screens all across the front, like the rear view, the main thing in it, and you could see how 
similar playing that game would be to actually racing, which is, it's amazing how cool that is. Cause I feel like that's one of the only things sports wise that you could do to make it that realistic. Like you could never mm-hmm. do I guess you could do it with baseball, but it'd be very difficult. Like basketball, football, all that shit. It'd be very, very hard to do with in racing. You're just sitting still. So it, if you were flipping through the channels, you'd have no idea that that's a video game on TV because it looks so real. I think it's very cool that they're doing that. And it's crazy to me that it's so um, like spot on. Like it's mirrors basically, like you said, like real driving the thing that is crazy to me, no, no, uh, excuse me, though, now is that you take that risk of injury away or That's crashes. True. So that, you know, if you have a hothead driver, you know, That's they can I'll... wreck somebody now yeah. on purpose to stop them from winning or stuff That's like exactly that. That's exactly what I was going to say. These drivers have to be so much more ballsy now. Oh, they have to be. Because what are they going to lose? Yeah, they lose the race, but they're not fucking hurt or anything. Yeah, like you're not destroying a car and parts mm-hmm. that sponsors pay for. Like, it's all virtual. Mm-hmm. So, like like Tig said, the sponsor's basically only paying for their name to be out there. Yes. It's not like they're buying, you know, car parts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what one thing they could do to kind of, like, deter that behavior would be, like, big fines. You know, for like the sanctity of the sports, like you can't, you can't, you can't be like, listen, you've, you've crashed two cars in the past, like back to back races and it looked pretty intentional. They'll have to have a committee. I'm sorry. And maybe they either like suspend them like multiple races. So like, that's a paycheck for them. They're missing out on, but you got to mm-hmm. have some sort of like punishment for that. Obviously I, or else. Cause I think, in, yeah, yeah. I, I think in real NASCAR, isn't it, isn't it like points based? Yeah. So like, I do think in real NASCAR, like you do lose points for like, if you bump other racers and stuff. So if they kept it the same and may, maybe made it a little bit more harsh, like if you intentionally wreck somebody, like sure, maybe you intentionally wrecked them, they didn't win the race and you did, you still lost a shit ton of points. Like, yeah, you got the race win under your belt, but you didn't really get that many points towards the, what is it, like the final cup or whatever they... Yeah, and, and that's, why, that's why I think it's amazing that they're doing this too because they're setting up, positive exposure when racing does come back like if you're having eye racing going on and you have all these big dog racers that are racing in it and then you have a, a joe schmo like myself that gets really good at it all of a sudden you know a big eye racing platform could open up because why wouldn't i want to play video games against dale earnhardt jr and clinton boyer and all that if i'm that good so potentially kind of how the cod league's doing it you could we could seriously see here in the future a a pretty big eye racing watch party because it, it's proven that people will watch it on tv or they wouldn't keep doing it uh, and I, I think we will i agree I it's inevitable yeah. speaking on the fact one uh, i think it was with the f1 series there's one racer who he always has a hundred he gets a hundred thousand plus viewers on twitch and every back-to-back starts his is like game crashes Oh, <laughs> no. and he's yet to even race so everyone's just like laughing and hysterical that's funny but speaking of like how realistic it's getting i i i in my mind i feel like i mentioned this multiple times maybe i didn't do it on the podcast but we we all watch or sorry did you watch 4v ferrari yet or no no Damn, sad <laughs> 
didn't do your homework. But so <laughs> in that in that movie is based off of the uh, this big French twenty four hour um like super race or whatever the endurance race they call it. So twenty four hours, this car is always moving. They have different drivers, yada yada yada. And there is a, an Amazon series on Amazon Prime called like the Race to Le Mans, and it follows like a few different drivers and a few different like brands like Nissan, um, Nissan, Audi, and uh, oh one other I forget. Uh, maybe uh not Ferrari. Either way, regardless, I think Porsche. But um, so one of the racers for Nissan is a 17-year-old um, British kid. And how he got on the team for Nissan, he was top 50 of the Nissan Academy team online playing Forza Motorsport. He was that good in his rig at home that he, Nissan invited the top 50 um, like placers of their academy team out to like their headquarters and facilities and stuff and ran, had them do like endurance testing and like running cardio, just like get them in shape. You know, like this is like what it takes to be in one of these cars for 24, like, cause they're doing like four hour plus shifts and stuff like that. And he legit got a spot and raced at Le Mans at 17 years old because he was that good at the fucking video game. That's up, crazy. That's honestly the spot. So like everything, that. everything what like we're a talking dream. about is true. Dream come true. Yeah. Like, literally, because he, he's so good at a fucking video game that he gets in the actual race. Yeah. That's mind-blowing. He got, like, and he got to ride in the actual car. Like, he drives online and stuff. And he was like, I mean, other, other than, like, the sensitivity of the clutch, it's, like, it's the exact same thing. That's honestly mind-blowing to me. Yeah. It is. I really want to try one of these. I wish it was, you know, easy to get a, a at-home rig. Yeah. I would love to try it. You yeah, can- dude. You can get like the pedals, uh, a steering wheel set, and like the the shift, the shifter. I think all together, probably like for like a couple hundred bucks. But it's like unless you're gonna play it a lot, I can't justify spending that. It's no. Uh, so what are they actually playing? The NASCAR game, or is it some simulation game they're playing? Or is no, it NASCAR pretty, Twenty? I'm pretty sure they're playing NASCAR Heat Four, which is what I play. It, it it's. It's the exact same game. It's got the the dirt track. It's got the the truck series, and then the the two car series. And it's it's so realistic. Uh, like I'm I'm coming up. I just started my own career, and I'm doing dirt and truck. And it's crazy how realistic you know the drafting is. Like when you when you draft somebody, it, it, you know how the old games would be. Is you wouldn't have to worry about that stuff. You'd hit the gas, and you would just fly. Now you have to draft with the people or they'll smoke you. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to hold the car still to where you can stay behind somebody without wrecking somebody. Because if you try to get all crazy and just pass people and do everything, you're going to get smoked and you're going to get left in the dust. And I I was, I looked up like some big rig just to see how much like a semi-professional one would be. And the one that I found, it was like two grand. Look, look, just like the Denny Hamlin one, and I'm like, holy crap, these things are expensive as fuck, but I guess if you're a diehard race game person and you invest in it, I mean, and win stuff, I, I guess wouldn't be bad, but I, I was shocked for how much they cost. Be sick. It's got me thinking for a while there, and I haven't watched it in a while, but I got real into watching um, rally car racing specifically in the X games, they made it a part of the X games. Cause I like those like rally cars, like, uh, ST, Subaru STIs, you know, yeah. WRX and the, the Evos and stuff. I wonder if they're doing like professional simulations of that. I mean, that would be fun to those. Cause those courses are really cool. They got the jumps. 
and you know it's all a dirt track normally but yeah, sometimes I, they have the hybrid courses where it and it's all like drifting too so like uh-huh. you know like we're into that shit off you know from tokyo drift it's awesome but there's some hybrid courses where it, it's like half dirt track and then you go on to the pavement parts where you're expected to drift around these crazy turns and then back onto the dirt part of the track so really really cool out that'd be awesome to see like if the professionals are doing simulations of that yeah that be, if if they're yeah. not doing it now with the success of all these other uh like formula one and that i i bet it's only a matter of time if yeah if they keep people like in the stay at home orders because they're 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 such a success right now i mean they're they're putting them on national television where some people i mean at least here in West Virginia, some people still might not have internet. The only thing that they watch stuff with is TV. The fact that that's on TV, you know people are watching it. Yeah, absolutely. NASCAR's back. It's about to take over once everything goes back to normal again. You watch. That's still, we like, if it becomes normal thing again, like, that's something we all need to do is go to an actual race. I heard it's amazing. Dude, I may have mentioned this last week, but literally... If stuff goes back to normal, we have to go to the fucking Daytona 500. Dude, I'd be so down. Like, so that down. shit has to be unreal. I heard it's just, like... American as fuck. Extremely exhilarating. Yeah, it's American as fuck, for sure. Just, like... Like, when that cars go by, like, it, yeah. your heart and stuff, like, it just sounds very exhilarating. And fuck. the party sounds fun, too. Like, if you can... Um, I don't know how... Like, I don't know the different, you know, packages or whatever, but there's, there is a way that you can get in the middle of the track, like yeah. in the center, the infield, you yeah. can, like tailgate there. Yeah. That would be amazing. That'd be cool. Dude. Yeah. I, that's a, I, yeah, it has to be like your package for parking or whatever, but yeah. yeah, that's like a big part of it for a lot of people is the, the infield. Yeah. There there's packages. I'm pretty sure you can buy that includes one of those RVs too. So like you literally just show up at the infield and I'm, I'm pretty sure the RV's chilling, waiting for you, ready to roll. And then you just party in there the whole time, which is what I would want to do. I, I think because then you get on top of that RV, watch it go around. So, I mean, I'd be so down with Daytona and even Talladega too. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Michael's moving to Charlotte and I told him, um, we have to figure out like when they're racing in Charlotte motor speedway. Cause I'll definitely go down. Cause like if he's living there and I have a place to stay, that'd be so fun to do. We had plans like, uh, Brooke and I wanted to go to the Coca-Cola 500 or whatever in Charlotte. And I can't remember what happened. Something fell through with the planning, but we, we really wanted to go. That would have been a lot of fun. I hear everyone like that's gone to Daytona, even though they haven't been like, you know, big racing fans or anything like that. Like they all have just like, like incredible reviews of it and stuff. I'm pretty sure Zara, I'm pretty sure Bobby, Bobby and like Jimmy McClearly went from camp. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure they went like one year, like, you know, maybe like a decade ago or something like that. But I'm pretty sure they went one year and like, they loved it. Doesn't surprise me, man. Like, like you said, every, everyone I've heard talk about being there, like at any at any kind of NASCAR race says it's just amazing. A lot a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, it's it's one of those I feel like it's one of those things that you want to do as an experience. Like you want you always want to go to a football game, basketball game, baseball game, but like 
going to a NASCAR race, like you just said, Tig, even if you're not into NASCAR and just something like the Kentucky Derby too. It's like one of those things where you have to do it as the experience because it's, it's very, very exciting. But I do want to ask Czar, how was Dave? Uh, Yes. Did you like uh, Dave? What's up? I did a lot. I binged through Dave, um, which is Lil Dickies for people who don't know. It's Lil Dickies uh, new show on FXX and it's on Hulu. It's, it's incredible. You know, I don't want to say it's incredible or like best show I've ever seen, but it is, it's pretty incredible show. And it's, it's just like, a f- it's funny because he's, he's a comedian. Like if you've listened to his rap stuff, like it's satirical rap and there's a, a huge comedy factor to it. So he's a good comedian. He plays the comedic role very well, but it's also just a cool little insight really to the, to the, rap industry you know i i know it's probably not all 100 percent factual but it's it's i think loosely based on his actual come up story and it's it's pretty sweet there's a lot of actual rappers in it and people associated with the hip-hop world and there's some what the fuck moments in it too and some actually like genuinely serious moments yep so it, it really hits all levels of emotion which Wait, I, I like, so you just started it, right? Like you, right? Yeah, but I've you been watched through it all. It all. Yeah. So what about the part, fucking, where he kills his kid's self? Yeah, I, I, I was, was like, a, that just reminded me, like, straight, like Kylo Ren, like let the past die. And seriously, he does that, and then he marches out, like zone the fuck in, and then he's jumping on stage. Yeah, Dude, I swear, I had so many chills during that part. What a scene, right? I mean, that was amazing. So freaking sick. It caught me off guard, though. Like, he starts fucking smothering his child self, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, the tone really just changed in this show for a minute. And it was the same thing, dude. uh, I didn't realize at first that they were doing flashbacks with um, Gata. Gata? And, uh, that flashback where he's like has a mental breakdown in the store. I was like, damn, this is like some real shit. Like this yeah. is, this is not supposed to be a, a comedic moment at all. This is like serious. Well, and I like it because it, it goes out of its way to learn the past of all the other characters too. Mm. Like, I feel like not, not a lot of shows would dedicate whole episodes or three fourths of episodes to side characters. You just, you wouldn't really see that. And like this past episode with Emma and, and Taco's character and then like the flashbacks with Gaeta, um, I, I, I don't know. I it, it helps explain the entire story instead of just some kind of joking show like a lot of people, including myself, assumed that it would be before I started watching it. Right. So do we know how many episodes this is going to be this season? Did they uh, give like a count? I was going to I was just thinking that. Um... Part of me thinks it's eight, uh, which would mean that this week would be the season finale, but then it could be 10. I, I really don't know. Um, I, and it's it's wild. I, I've been listening back to his his first album, his professional rapper album or whatever, and he does say a lot of stuff that's popping up in the show, even if it's like little things or like things that happened in his life, like we're, we're seeing it in the show. Like one example, even in uh, 
Freaky Friday with Chris Brown, he has that lyric where he's like, why the fuck does his mom keep calling me or whatever? Like the whole time his parents are always calling him and can't hear him on the phone. And it's just, just stuff like that's cool that they're throwing little tidbits in. Yeah. So I just looked up, um, just how many episodes it says, uh, one season, number of episodes, 10 on, okay. This, okay. on this answering question. So that's awesome. We get, uh, three more cause it is very funny. It's very cool. It's very, yeah, like like you said, Dar, it's a very good insight. And I'm not a big rap fan, and I love the show. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it's right up my alley. Like, Jake was right when he said last week. He's like, it's right up. You're going to like it. It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, it, it, he's exactly right. It is right up my alley, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I've always been a Lil Dicky fan. I'm pretty sure when I think back on who got me into Lil Dicky, it, it was – it was Jacko. It's definitely really? the one who showed. Well, I'm pretty sure, dude. Yeah, so I, we, we, he showed me the uh, the. Uh, I always freaking blank on this song name. I talked about it last week too. The Let uh, Me Freak. Yeah, the Let Me Freak because uh, we were always talking about that. And I recently did Sheets line. Like how he's saying how like he cleaned his bed sheets, like yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get the girl to come home. But yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's a really funny show. So I recommend it to anybody for sure. Absolutely. And I, I'm I'm hoping that I'm hoping we at least get another season or two. I'd I I'd, I'd hate up. for this to be a one one uh season show, even though it, it was amazing. But um it it's wild, like you said. I mean, Taco, he's a big guy from Odd Future. Andrew Santino's a big time comedian, and that Christine Coe who plays Emma. Um, Allie's friend, she, I've been seeing, cause I follow her on Instagram. She just had a new movie come out on Netflix called tiger tail. So I'm going to uh, check that out too. So it's, it's just, it's such a cool look at like a group of friends in that kind of sphere of life. I don't know. Yeah. And for the record, I didn't realize that was taco until the seventh episode. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, like the, or I mean, what the sixth episode or no, it was just the seventh, Seven. right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, this guy looks familiar. I'm like, oh, I must have seen him in another movie somewhere. And then the last episode, it just dawned on me. I was like, that's fucking Taco from Odd Future. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, yeah, so I think it, it's definitely going to get a season two. I was reading that it broke um, viewer records. Um, and did you guys ever watch Atlanta? Yes. Did you? Uh, that's apparently people are comparing the two a lot because uh, it's who it's Childish Gambino's show, right? Yep. And it's kind of his story on being a rapper too. Yep. So people are con- comparing them and similar. Well, apparently uh, Dave broke the first season viewership records of the, of Atlanta, which I oh, think wow. Atlanta had a lot of records. Well, Atlanta when big. it. F- first came out even the second season i mean that was a big time show you yeah everybody was talking about it like you'd see it on twitter hear it in interviews of different rappers actors actresses whatever it may be so the fact to hear that dave show is breaking those records actually is amazing and it's definitely a plus side that it's happening during the quarantine too with people looking for shows to watch so even though he wasn't trying to do it perfect timing Right, where, perfect timing. Where did Atlanta drop? Was that on HBO or Netflix? Or? FX. No, same, same network. Oh, FX, really? Dave is, is it, FXX, but was it was it not on Hulu though? Maybe at that time, maybe that was why. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's on so, there now. 
but yeah, I don't think it was on there before. That, right. that was something that was mentioned in the article I was reading that Dave has the streaming advantage. Yeah. Whereas Absolutely. that wasn't dropped on a streaming service, you know, back Absolutely. when it came out. Shout, shout that, out, yeah, shout out, Childish Gambino. Isn't that Donald Glover, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's shout out. Other dude's extremely talented and he's funny too. He's just good in, good in movies like in The Martian, like the Rich Purnell maneuver or whatever like that. And also Jessica Chastain's in that movie as well. Shout out Martian. That's a good movie, Martian is. Yeah, I would much rather watch that than Interstellar in terms of like just rewatchability. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I've not yeah, seen Martian, but I've seen Interstellar. Oh. Wait, Martians. is yeah. Jessica Chastain in Interstellar too? Yeah. That's She's what I was daughter. thinking. Isn't she the daughter? She's also, in Matt both, Damon's in it, She's too. in both of them, now that I think. Matt Damon and Jessica Chastain are in both in of both them. both of wow. them. Wow. Dude, and, and she, I, yeah. I swear her and Bryce Dallas Howard are twins, bro. They look exactly the same. The the chick from Jurassic Park with Chris Pratt. Dr- yeah. They look identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, who's uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? The What's girl in Jurassic is? World. Oh yeah, that's a that's a girl. Okay, yeah, Bryce. Yeah, that was a good... <laughs> yeah. that's no, a girl. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, from Jurassic World, she does look just like her. Yeah, they're, they're like I thought crazy. it was her. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Back to uh, Donald Glover. I know I don't think you guys are big fans of the uh, Lion King remake, but he did really well as Simba. I haven't watched it yet. So he was I, really I, good. I can't have an opinion on it. I mean, he he's very talented too. He's a good singer, and he's like you said, he's funny too. He's he's one of those guys too. He's he's a hell of a writer. From he's got writing credits on a lot of shows and movies and stuff too. And he was in that Community show. I was just gonna say that, dude. It's now on Netflix. Yep, right? just got put on Netflix. It. Yep, it's a good show. That was in like people would consider NBC. Like they consider NBC. Uh, had that like little era going there for a while where it was the office 30 rock community and uh parks and rec. which one which one was a parks and, parks and rec yeah and parks and rec yep yeah. those four were all like all on at the same time it was kind of you know they were killing it there for a minute yeah speaking of donald glover because we keep talking about him there's a contestant on survivor this season who like has won in the past looks almost identical to him i'll have to send you a picture of him it is hysterical but, is, um, that, is that Survivor season still going on now? Yeah, so they, what, they just had the merge like two episodes ago, and um, I'm telling you, I mean, dude, you guys would love Survivor, honestly. God, like, I, I'm going to give you some seasons to watch on Hulu. I, I just watch I, it. It's awesome to, like, watch with, like, you know, like, your girlfriend or something like that. Shout out Zar, because he has a girlfriend, lucky. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how with this mustache I got, but. Yeah. It looks great. It looks great. <laughs> But yeah, like sir, I I I remember watching them with my parents and JT when we were little Survivor, and then all of a sudden, I mean, we probably watched the first maybe ten or eleven seasons, and then we we did the full swap to Big Brother, and and Survivor just kind of went by the wayside. But I I, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge Survivor fan in terms of what they have to do because I know I wouldn't be able to do it. I think I would be a big Survivor fan. One because I love MTV's The Challenge. I love that show. And we don't have guy, MTV. One guy who's on it right now used to play in Survivor, the J guy, who I guess won like the first challenge. Yes. He was on Survivor, one of like the best seasons ever, season 33. And that, you want to get teary eyed, you watch that whole season in the reunion. Oh my God. Blubbering mess. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jay actually, he was on X on the Beach, which is an MTV show, and then that's how he got on the challenge. It's weird how they do it. So originally, like MTV's the challenge was just Real World and the and road, road Rules. Yeah. But now it's so many shows. They got Big Brother people on there, X on the Beach people, Floribama Shore people. Over uh, big time overseas yeah. CBS shows that that they use. So right now, basically, they take the like kind of big time American reality athletes, and then they bring them over from like the UK and all these other countries. So it's brought in a crazy dynamic because a lot of the times you would assume that like the Americans would work together and the, like the United Kingdom people would work together and that's what they did in the beginning, but they're forming all these relationships. So they're starting to over the past three, four, five seasons. Now they're starting to like backstab each other, which is, which is getting pretty, pretty electric. But I think once OGs like stop being on there, it won't be as good anymore. So that's what I was just about to ask because I used to be really into the challenge, and I, I'll admit I haven't watched it now. And yeah, you so fuck. there's still Johnny Bananas. Okay, CT's on, on there. West is on there. So I think once all those guys like retire, it won't be. I don't think it'll be as good. Yeah, the the only reason I think it's going to keep going is because you remember Derek Czar, who used to yeah. live in Morgantown. Yeah. He has a, he has a big time podcast that highlights the challenge and all the characters and everything. And they actually do live shows and the improvs in a bunch of the big cities, which of course are not doing now, but I think that's what could keep the challenge alive is that podcast because, you know, he brings them in from everywhere, all the big time people, um, couple from the United kingdom and then solely, uh, America. So I, I don't know. That's, I've been watching that show for a very, very long time, and it, it's cool how they are including a bunch of different shows now instead of just um, the real world and Red Rules. Hey, yeah. Tig, I have a question. Cute. So obviously you watch all the Survivors. How how was – did you see the season with – obviously with Caleb from Big Brother? Yes, yeah. Was he any good? Yeah, was he good? He yeah, So that was – um, well, that, that was, um, I think, like – I think it was season 30 – 30 or 32 it might be 32 because i'm pretty sure michelle ended up winning that one it was like uh oh i think it was like healers Hust no it wasn't healers hustlers it may have been like um i think it was no or no it was bronze brain beauty bronze brain beauty and he was a part of the beauty tribe and um dude he was a workhorse he was a beast and unfortunately I, i'm gonna spoil the episode or spoil the season a little bit it was um it was one of the hardest challenges ever. They had to like dig for these like balls in this huge pit. It took literally like an hour and they're just exhausted. Like they're taking breaks, laying down and stuff like that. And Caleb legit overheated that right when the challenge broke, he like dropped to the ground, was shaken uncontrollably. They had to bring in all the medical. Jeff legit like was like production team. Anyone bring fans, bring water, bring everything. Like this is not a drill. Anyone who's not holding camera needs to get here and help. And they were just pouring bottles of water all over him and his temperature would not drop. And they had to, they had to helicopter him out. Luckily he was all right. And he ended up coming back into a, a future season. I think season 34 game changers, he came back, but it was, it was crazy. Um, but they mentioned he was on big brother and stuff like that, but he, yeah, he, he was, uh, he was, uh, he was a beast. He was a challenge beast. He was very good. Yeah, unfortunately for him and Big Brother, he was too loyal, and at the end that costed him. That that's that's one big dynamic at Big Brother is basically you have to be 
you have to be loyal and trust one person and you have to be able to keep it a hundred with that one person. But with that person you decide to squat up with, you have to connive with all the other groups and everything like that. And unfortunately that just wasn't part of his personality or, or his game. He got pretty far. I, I think he made it to where I think he got down to, seven or eight people and he might he might have even worked his way back in the game and got voted out again but that was his problem in big brothers he was very very loyal and uh actually ariana grande's brother was his frankie was his big time partner in the show and he ended up fucking him over at the end so that was pretty electric but damn what do we what do you call those types of game shows or if you even call them game shows like reality tv shows yeah that's uh, how i mean i i would say it's i guess you could say reality reality like, reality, like reality challenges TV game or yeah something like, yeah, something like that. but i I'm, I'm a big fan of those shows so i i i can understand tiggy's love for survivor because i've been i've been wanting to play on big brother i even sent two tapes and years ago to try to get on the show because i it's it, it's electric. I mean, three nights a week it's on. Um, it's on for like a couple months, and it's it's crazy. You have a challenge episode, had a household episode, and then a veto episode, and it, it gets heated in there, man. I mean, they show the fights because you're in this one house with these people for the whole time. You have no outside world, no TV, no cell phones, no nothing. So you have to live with these people, and that's, that's your only um, use of like – entertainment communication is those people so it, it, it gets heated for sure what was the there's another one that was really really popular but it involved like like family teams it was like families versus families and it would involve like kind of like traveling it's uh amazing, amazing race. race yeah that's it yeah yep but i don't know fellas i mean i'm i think it's been a time i think uh it's a pretty yeah. good stopping point. Um, happy Easter, everybody. Um, yeah, basically that's it. You can find me on my Twitter and Instagram at juice Nixon underscore. You can always find us on Twitter and Instagram at the juice box pod. And then, uh, you know, make sure, make sure you guys are still, still keeping up. Tell a friend, uh, we're going to keep putting these out every week and we hope you guys enjoy them. And thanks to our hundreds of thousands of listeners. Shout out YouTube. Don't exaggerate here. It's tens of thousands, okay? Not hundreds of thousands. But uh, you can catch me at punchbowl underscore on Instagram. That's punchbowl underscore on Instagram. I'm on the Juicebox Podcast Twitter at the Juicebox Pod. Follow us on Facebook, the Juicebox Podcast. We are not the diabetes, the Juicebox Podcast. Oh, yep, me, sorry. Um, yeah, so I had a few more things real quick. CDL, Call of Duty, is. I mentioned it last week, where the hell's the schedule? Apparently they released it on Monday, and they're playing this weekend. Top four still left are Florida, Minnesota, Dallas, and Chicago, so that's heating up. Florida. That's af- this afternoon. Big Booty Mix 17 just dropped, which is incredible. Such a banger. And they even have, like, somebody suck me in it, which is awesome. <laughs> um, somebody yeah. suck me. I quick mean, shout like, out. Yeah. Uh, Quick shout out, my buddy Cody Hawkenberry's handmade flashlights. Go order one online. Jesus. There we go, handmade. Got to love that. I told him I'd give him a free plug. <laughs> Absolutely. And then um, there's there's something happened did in sports, um, which is just like so 
crazy to see now at this time, but it's like a very sad story that Zara's probably seen a lot about. But um, there's a hockey player for Edmonton Oilers passed away, um, literally 24, 25 years old, named Kobe Cave. Uh, he, he woke up like Tuesday morning. His brain was bleeding. Oh and he, he was like he was like in a medically induced coma. Since then, they had to have a cyst removed and stuff. And he, he recently just passed away, I believe, yesterday. Yeah. So um, thoughts and prayers up to them. I mean, that's just crazy story. And it's like, you know, and it's not it has nothing to do with, you know, what's going on in the world with Corona, with COVID-19 or anything like that. But I mean, dude, it's just that's heartbreaking. It's, a, it's a heartbreaking story for this kid. And I there's all these crazy, like just positive stories about all what he did in the minors and like when he got his, um, you know, opportunities in the, in the pros and, or in the big leagues and stuff. So it's just crazy. So um, I just wanted to mention that as well. Um, we're thinking about that, but uh, find me on Twitter, Tiggy Nation, T-I-G-G-Y-N-A-T-I-O-N, and Instagram at Money in the Bank Tigs. Also, we are now on YouTube. If you want to watch our ugly mugs talk, yeah. uh, they are on YouTube. Uh, just search Juice, the, the Juice Box podcast and uh, we should be up there. Yeah, um, that's an incredibly sad story, one that I've been following for a little bit. So, yeah, I've been thinking about it, uh, feel terrible for his his wife. You know, they weren't even married for a year, if that, I think maybe a year. So it's it's very sad, and the hockey, hockey world's feeling that one. So prayers up to them. Uh, I want to do a quick shout-out to Paul Walker. Shout I out. Watched, I watched Into the Blue last night. Uh, love that movie. Uh, watched it after Good Boys. So, but was thinking a lot about Paul Walker as well. Um, so, shout out to Paul Walker. And um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Juice Box. Actually, I'm sorry, there's no the. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at Juice Box Czar. That's Z A R. Z is in zebra, A is in apple, R is in respect. R as in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. All right, boys. Happy Easter. Boy. Mirror, mirror on the wall, don't say it cause I know I'm cute oh, Louis down to my drawers, LV all on my shoes oh, I be dripping so much soft, got a bit looking like bread goo oh, Lit up like a crystal ball, that's cool, baby, so is you, that's how I roll If I'm shining, everybody gonna shine yeah, I'm I was born like this, don't even gotta try I'm not the baddest bitch you like